up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. It's the time right now, Aries, to plan your goals and reconsider your future plans. Taurus. You're going to see past relationships in a different light, and this will redefine who you are and what you need to do in a relationship. Gemini. Your friendships are a little rocky today. Take the time and reconnect with them. Cancer. You've been trying to ignore some personal issues, but today you can no longer run away from them. Leo. Someone close to you is doing their best to exert their will and their power over you. Virgo. Everyone you come in contact with today won't be on the same page. Just keep that in mind. Libra. Mercury is in your ninth house of belief systems and higher learning, causing you to try new things and see new places. Scorpio. You certainly woke up on the right side of the bed today and you're in a good mood. That's going to rub off on others. Sagittarius. Saturn's in your sixth house of work and health to encourage you to improve your daily life. Capricorn. You could be quite motivated to improve areas of your life today where you've been kind of slacking off. Aquarius. You got a lot of ideas swimming around your mind, Aquarius, and before they get out of hand, take the day to organize them, then put them into action. Pisces. Your attitude towards life and how you handle things are very different. You thought it would never happen, but the time has come. Good for you. All right. Well, those are your horoscopes. Thursday morning. Uh, Want to see them again? Check them out at chum1045.com on the Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar page. Wake me up. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Chum1045. Get up. Up. Good morning. Thursday morning. Hopefully it's... Uh, Started off pretty calmly for you. Uh, no, it did not, Jamar. It did not. I thought it was like doing the right thing at home, getting in the car, doing my thing. Hit pretty much every green light, get out of the car, and the bag, because I carry a lot of stuff with me every day, falls on the parking lot, wallet included, and I can't find my security card. It's underneath the car. At least you know it's in a safe place. Yeah, so I, I went under the undercarriage, I think... Uh, Got a little grease on my nose, but I think I'm okay. <laughs> but you know that that's like, that. you don't want that to be the tipping point of how your day is going to be. You're going, okay, that was just a thing. Don't worry about it. It was just one thing. Exactly. And so I'm just going to leave it at that and just uh, hopefully uh, really uh, be ever watchful of what I do for the rest Mornings of the day. Mornings are really um, sensitive. Yeah. Because, you know, you just wake up. You just woke up. <laughs> and, like, it's just like a small amount of margin for error in the morning. So true. That can set off, like, your timing, your mood. All those things. Mornings are very sensitive. Let me tell you what happened to me this morning. Okay. Um, and this is one of my pet peeves. I wake up, go into the uh, to the bathroom, brush my teeth, and I try to run the shower so I can get a nice warm stream of water gotcha. by the time I get in. Yeah. And when I turn the water on, like all the water comes squirting in my face because the nozzle is turned toward me. I, uh, I, I, the, the nozzle has to be turned and pointed to the ground. Yeah. Whoever does that. Why was it turned towards you? Because someone hates me. <laughs> That's what it is. Someone wants to ruin my morning. So I just remind everybody, keep the nozzle turned toward the wall, the floor, somewhere other than the person's sensitive parts. Because in the morning, you Good don't need morning. a stream of cold water squirting your nipples. <laughs> Like, that's what I didn't need this morning. So I can feel your pain. You identify with I identify with your sentiment. Okay, we are officially awake now. We deserve brownies this morning. We deserve something. Right. All right. <laughs> okay. It's going to be one of those days. Now, I do. I want to tell everybody, and you, you and I talked about it earlier this week, all that stuff that's happening in California, that rain everything, we're getting it now. Lots of rain today. A lot of rain. So I know you're into the winter coat kind of a thing, but just make sure you take an umbrella with you or something because if this is we're just starting off on this journey. Okay. Rain, which will turn into snow tomorrow. Yeah. A lot of a lot of wet people today. Yeah. All right. Uh, try to stay dry. Try to stay warm. And uh, stay with us because in a couple minutes we're going to tell you what's trending. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart. Let me know. Let me know. Since Pam and Tommy came out in the summertime, I want to say it was. Actually, it wasn't the summer. It was before. But whenever Pam and Tommy came out, they kind of were telling the story of Pamela Anderson's life with Tommy Lee. 
And now Pam wants to take control of that narrative because she was not happy about that series and she didn't sign off on it either. I watched the first few episodes and I think they did a really good job on having that actress look a lot like Pamela Anderson. Yeah, that's about it. But that's about it. Like, I, if this was the story of my life, I probably wouldn't be happy. Wow. So, Pamela wants to take control. I blocked that stolen tape out of my life in order to survive. And now that it's all coming up again, I feel sick. I want to take control of the narrative for the first time. So, that tape, of course, as you talked about, I think everybody knows what the tape is. Well, tell everybody what the tape is. It was a SEX tape. That's right on a boat somewhere. <laughs> on a boat. With Tommy yes. Lee. Yeah. With Tommy Lee. And so it was it's being brought up again because it was such a major uh plot line in the T V series. Oh, okay. Uh so yeah. she wasn't happy that it was being brought up again. It was kind of like telling a whole new generation of people about this story that she feels like didn't need to know it. Uh, now everybody yeah. knows it again and she's yeah feeling insecure about it. So now she's going to come out with this Netflix documentary called Pamela, A Love Story. Um, And later on in the trailer, she said, I didn't feel like I had a lot of respect and I had to make a career out of the pieces I had left. But I'm not a damsel in distress and I put myself in crazy situations and I survived them. So the documentary is just going to be telling her own story, which I love that celebrities are doing more and more these days behind their own biopic. Yeah, they're taking control of it. I think her son, Brandon Lee, is the producer of this one. How awkward. Well, you know, well, you know, remember, kids, when you do something wacky, you know, and you decide to have children, they can look and see more now, more than ever, right? Of the uh, some of the things that you did in the past. Right. If yeah. my mom ever had a tape, I'd have I'd need a stunt double for that <laughs> one chapter for life. If I had oh, well, no, like he's uh, like this documentary is not focused on that tape. No. She's talking about yeah. the Cleaning the effect afterwards. Yeah. Sure, yes. Yeah. Sure. Uh, So this is going to premiere this month, January 31st. Uh, Moving on to some more entertainment news. Pete Davidson was dating Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah. They had some fun. They were spotted out quite a few times. But then they ended things. Don't know what happened. I guess they just decided it's not working out. And now she's being linked to another comedian, Eric Andre. Wow. Really? So there's a Eric photo Andre. of them. Yeah, what there's do we a know photo of Eric Andre. <laughs> He's a cool dude. He's really yeah. funny. Yeah. But once again, it's like a big head scratch. It's like, wow, how'd you do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it's cool. A head scratch is right. So right. people on Twitter are reacting, obviously, um, to the photo that's circulating online. And someone tweeted, "Does he know?" Someone else said, "Just be funny, fellas. Really be funny." I mean, this is the the year. This is the time of the funny man. Yeah. If you've got like a couple jokes up your sleeve, if you you know got a little bit of swag and you can laugh at yourself, you could score the hottest women on the <laughs> earth. <laughs> it's pretty wild. And then one person said in response to that photo again, he looks just as shocked as everyone else. <laughs> That's a good one. That's, That's a, a good one. one. So we'll see how this one unfolds. Maybe they're just having fun getting to know each other, but Me? apparently they're dating. <laughs> right. I'll show you guys the photo. It's like the imposter syndrome a little bit, isn't it? For sure. Yeah. Like, this cannot sure. be to me. Only everyone is the imposter. Everyone believes you're an imposter as well. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> you don't believe it either, by the way. Yeah. Right. That's what's trending. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. When you wake up, wake up. Mornings on Chum 104.5. What's going through your mind? Amor? Well, I, you know, I underrated, not mentioned enough, is our producer, Simone, who's doing a great job. But not just what you know goes behind the board over there. It's just how he dresses. Uh, we always comment on how great his T-shirts are. But today is Jersey Day. Wait, well, what, what's the what's the idea behind this rotation? Yes, uh, for Jersey Day because I have so many sports jerseys that I just got to get them in and out. Yeah, got to wear them. So, so yeah. you dedicate Thursday to wearing a jersey. What's today's jersey? Uh, today's the Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay, and and how do you Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. So do you like are are they given to you? Or you purchase these things, or you get them? I like to collect them, so I buy a lot of them. But some of them have been gifts, so I appreciate when I get them as gifts. Okay. And yesterday there was a cool T-shirt he was wearing. Uh, yeah, yesterday he had on a Cheech and Chong throwback shirt. Was that yesterday? That that was Tuesday. Yesterday was the Simpsons, uh, the Three Eyed Fish. Oh yes, that was a that's a classic. How would you know about Cheech and Chong? Oh, that's has to be one of my favorite movies in like Whoa. high school. Okay. Yeah. Up in smoke? Is that what's that? Up in smoke, and yeah, yeah. I didn't—I didn't know Tommy Chong is Canadian. Yeah, he's from Edmonton. Which That's is right. awesome. Yeah. And he was on uh, that '70s show. I don't know if he'll be on that '90s show. Okay, you're really a pop culture kind of guy. So, what makes you select 
the shirts that you select? I mean, are you like, do you have like a, I just imagine the classic guys, he's got the television row, he's got the elbow <laughs> row, he's got the this row. Like, do you categorize Sports. It? Yeah, exactly. Cartoons, right. And you had said right now you're going through tie-dye. Yeah, right now I'm in all my tie-dye shirts, but uh, I do have them laid out by genre, so music, uh, sports. I knew it! <laughs> I uh, knew it! So organized. I love it. But the deciding factor is it just has to be a cool graphic and uh, yeah. something that draws to me. Something that means something to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah for it. sure. Is there so. anything that you have... Like Jamar, you know, with his comic books and saves it in, in a nice place and doesn't take the cover off. Is there any kind of jersey that you have or something that you have that you're never going to wear because it's that special? Are they all wearable? Everything's wearable. Okay. As special as they are, all right. they're all wearable. Okay. Got to get them out there. All right. All right. Very good. That's what's on my mind today because he's always... You know, I always wear my black pants and some kind of turtleneck every day. This one comes in with color and t-shirts. And, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, t-shirts are. You know, t-shirts have the the unique ability to express. You know, who exactly you are. Yeah. You know, when you're wearing them. So, uh, toast your Cheech and Chong shirt, sir. Yes. I, I know who you are. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> All right. right. When you wake up. When you wake up. Wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. Another star has been uncovered uh, right among us, too. And I, I got to tell you, in daily life, there are stars, people who do phenomenal things all around us. It's just up to someone with a camera phone to find them yeah. and expose them. Uh, this guy is from Corpus Christi, Texas. His name is Jason Grosbold. And uh, a dude walked into his movie theater where he works and realized that this guy's special. Mm-hmm. As he was ordering his popcorn, that hot, buttery popcorn that makes the movie-going experience just that much better, this guy added an extra piece of flair to it. He kind of, like, drew, like spins the popcorn ba- bag and box. and Like a and basketball. Like, a, like, like he's one of the Harlem Globetrotters yeah. or something. Yeah. He's spinning it on one finger. And you know that really annoying thing there where, you know, you get the butter on the top of the popcorn, but it never gets on the bottom? This guy, his tricks allow him to get the popcorn evenly spread on all parts of the popcorn because he, he tosses it in the air. The popcorn goes flying out the bag. Then he squirts some butter, and then, and then the popcorn falls back in. Then he spins it around. Then he spins it around, and it gets shaken all up inside the box. He's so good at it that he's been dubbed the popcorn guy. <laughs> so this guy took a video of him, yeah. posted it on TikTok, Marilyn, and now it has 14 million views. He's gotten so popular that he was invited to hang out with Jimmy Kimmel for a segment. Take a listen. Honestly, one of my friends told me about it the other day, and I didn't even know about it until like I started getting like Discord calls about it, and then it started blowing up out of nowhere. It was honestly surprising. Are people recognizing you at the theater now? Oh yeah, people are recognizing me all the time. I get texts from everybody. I get like photos of everybody. People like record me all the time. It feels amazing. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start doing this magic with popcorn? Uh, I charged about five years ago. Um, uh-huh. I actually learned from a friend of mine, Jordan. He did it as like a little joke, and he couldn't like drop it all the time. But I freaking uh, wanted to keep practicing it over and over until I got perfected it. Shout out to friend Jordan who got him starting exactly. on this wonderful journey that he's on. But you're right. He does it so beautifully. Loves what he does. That's what I noticed when I watched it. This is a guy who loves what he does. He can't wait for you to order because he's going to make it special. And it's a show. Rather than talking to somebody in line, you are watching Popcorn Guy do his magic. This is like movie theater hibachi. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. he just needs to, he needs to lighter and light the popcorn on fire. That's the only way to take this thing a step better. I love it. It's just like a, a place somewhere in Texas, and there he is working at the Cineplex 16. Okay. Right? You know, I mean, it's great. Uh, let's put him up on social media. You got to see it. Yeah. Uh, follow us at Chum1045. We'll throw up the video so you can see his amazing skills. And maybe if you make it to uh, Texas, you could uh, personally request Jason Grosball, the, the popcorn guy, to serve your popcorn hot and buttery. I woke up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Chum Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Is your name enshrined in history anywhere in uh, in the world? Um, nah, me not so much. I I got a I got a brick at my high school. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> so if you walk up to the uh, like the front stairs of the high school, there's a couple people like you can donate a couple money, uh, a couple bucks to the alumni association. It'll say like your name and your year that you graduated. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's okay. It. Um, 
Canada's Walk of Fame is like right over here. Yeah, I know. That's pretty amazing. That's really nice. You, you, you and uh, Tracy did such a great job. Thank you. Hosting that yeah, we hosted special. The, the, uh, that was a great special, by the way. I enjoyed every minute of it because. Well, it was watching YouTube. But the other thing is just like, come on, there's some great Canadians who do great stuff. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I mean. Know, it's like, it may, like some things you don't even know. Legends. Legends right? uh, on the Walk of Fame. Right? Uh, where does it, where does it, uh, the trail? It's like by Roy Thompson Hall, yes. some of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it just walks over there. And, of course, um, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Right. Is the big one with the stars that everyone goes to, and uh, you see people take the star off the pavement. Yeah, and it's great, and the families are there. They're on their knees, and people that stand, yeah, right? Isn't your name in Scarborough? My name is at the Scarborough Down Center, Jamar. <laughs> okay. Originally, I was put in front of Mrs. Fields in the food court uh, until they finished the, uh, the 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 big entranceway, uh-huh. and apparently I'm in the big entranceway. I haven't seen it for a while. I haven't been out that way for a while, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, very, very honored because, you know... Uh, I was honored because I was promoted Scarborough, and I love Scarborough. Good morning, Scarborough. Well, I, I paid 100 bucks for my brick. I paid nothing. Okay. I well, just vocalized how much I love Scarborough. There were levels. Show. You see levels? How I, I, I had to pay to get in, and you know you were asked. <laughs> but how does one get a star how? of the Walk of Fame? Uh, specifically Hollywood, I'm yeah. talking about, the one yeah. in, in uh, California. Once a, we, when we go to Hollywood, we want to take a picture of, a, of our favorite, right? Um, yeah. yeah. It is a pretty expensive process. Is I, th- I think once somebody is submitted for the Walk of Fame and once they get chosen, it cost $55,000 to install one of those stars on the Walk of Fame. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, most of the money goes to like a, a specific historic trust that um, makes sure that the the whole exhibit, if you will, is maintained, kept clean, you know, if there's any vandalization, they make sure they come back and restore it. Yeah. It's called the Hollywood Historic Trust. And uh, they make sure that everything looks good so that when you do go up to Hollywood and, and walk that 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 famous walkway, yes, that yes. looks great. Is and that, it, 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 it Grumman Theater, is that what it is? Uh, I think, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. by the Chinese Theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, I mean, it's just so big because they have so many stars. Um, let me see how many total. Have you been, Simone? Have you been a producer, Simone? Yeah, I've been to California a few times and gone by the, the Hollywood strip where all the stars are. And it just goes on for, you can walk down, um, uh, I want to say Sunset Boulevard. Sunset yeah. Boulevard, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can walk down Sunset Boulevard for blocks and blocks and there's just stars. Who did you stop stuff. and get your picture taken with? Oh, uh, do the Ninja Turtles have one there? <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture with Michael Jackson's. Yeah, I saw okay. Michael Jackson's. I mean, so many. I can't even remember them all. Were I mean, they, they, have a, they have a total. Guys or I'm sorry? Well, you know, in, in, because some people have died tragically. Yeah. Did you still, like, did you find something of, like, somebody leaving something behind? On yeah, that? people will leave things like yeah. flowers, teddy yeah. bears, and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes more the, some of the more recent deaths, uh, they'll go leave things. Or even if someone's birthday has come back around, people go and, and honor them. But that, that whole strip has 2,700 stars. Wow. And more to be added in 2023. Martin Lawrence, Uma Thurman. Lenny Kravitz, love him. The late Paul Walker, yeah. That, that's good. That, those that's are good. good. So that's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. So uh, if you get an extra fifty-five grand, you too can be enshrined in the uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on the walkway of history. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. Yesterday we talked a lot about the Golden Globes, but there was a red carpet interview with Cheryl Lee Ralph from Abbott's Elementary. This kind of snuck under the radar a bit, but now it's going completely viral. It has about 13.2 million views on it. A reporter asked her what she would tell her 15-year-old self. There's nothing wrong with your nose. There is nothing wrong with the shade of your skin. There is nothing wrong with the way your hair grows out of your head. And there is certainly nothing wrong with your lips because there will be some people called Kardashians and they will pay $10,000 for your lips. (laughs) Hang in there, 15-year-old Cheryl Lee Ralph. You're good. (laughs) <laughs> so it was like it started it was powerful it was power and then and then you just start laughing because you're just like whoa why did she have to drag the kardashians like that but also i guess warranted but at the same time you just you weren't ready for it were you guys ready for that i wasn't ready for that you were like no. stuck in the moment i mean the truth is for a lot of women of color specifically black women you know you grow up thinking there's something wrong with you because um, the the Hollywood depiction of beauty is you know straight blonde hair, the small nose, the the small lips, and that has like completely flipped on its head because like now everybody wants your braids, everybody wants uh you know larger lips. The nose thing is still a kind of thing, but I understand what you're saying. 
I get what you're saying. So she's now reflecting on the way trends have come. Yeah, and when you're 15 years old, and you, you know, when I was 15 years old, no, I wasn't happy with anything. Yeah. Right. Nothing. And yeah. you're super no, cri- everything. You're super, super critical, critical of yourself when you're that yeah. young. And also when you're a person of color, the pressure I'm of tr- trying to make it ahead in a, in a world that tells you that the way you naturally are yeah. isn't enough. It's, and, it's heavy. And, oh, for sure. And there was certain casting back in the day. That, that, there's, there's no doubt about that. How do the Kardashians feel about but, that? I <laughs> mean, I don't think they're going to respond. Okay. But I think it's the whole. The, it's this. The fact that she called them out by name. She didn't just say there's people out there that are going to pay tens of thousands to get your lips. Yeah, that was You rough. know, she called them out by name. That was pretty rough. Um, and then after realizing it going viral, she tweeted out, I said what I said. Now I'm going to bed. Good night. Kiss oh. emoji. <laughs> well, so, so are people mad at that? Or are No, they going... people are not mad. They're just, they were just shocked by it. Okay. They're shocked, but they're laughing. I think it's a lot of... People just thinking that, wow, Cheryl Lee Ralph is savage. It's just really funny, like, when you see someone's face and it's completely different. Like, what's uh, one of the Kardashian girls? Um... One of the Jenner girls, like she, like completely. Kylie. Kylie is like a different person now. She's like completely a different person. Yeah. For sure, from when she was a kid. It's wild. But also worth noting here, Cheryl Lee Ralph played the stepmother on Moesha back in the 90s. Yeah. Moesha is Brandy's sitcom. Brandy is Ray J's brother. And Ray J also had a role on the show. And of course, we know Ray J, Kim, had that tape. Wow. That's That was... That little tree. Wow, I like that. That's how you did that tree. I followed. You followed it. Okay, wow. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oprah is returning to acting, so she's going to be in the next Tyler Perry movie about World War II. Uh, Carrie Washington's going to be in this as well. It's called Six Triple Eight, which is the all-female World War II battalion who had to organize and deliver three years worth of unsent mail. So in March of last year, President Biden actually signed a bill that actually honored the real-life women with the Congressional Gold Medal, which is the Congress's highest accolade. So now Tyler Perry's going to tell the story. And Tyler Perry movies always make me cry, so I already know. Get the (laughs) tissue boxes out, because I'm sure Oprah wouldn't sign on to this if it wasn't going to be a powerful one. So it's going to be good. That one, and one quick uh, story. This one is sports. Yes, I'm giving you a sports update. Naomi Osaka, tennis superstar. She announced yesterday that she's pregnant. So she tweeted out, can't wait to get back on the court. But here's a little update for 2023. She posted her ultrasound photo. Um, So this is why she withdrew herself from the Australian Open, which starts on Sunday. Uh. And if she went to that, it probably could have been her third time winning that tournament. Wow. So she said she'll return. 2024. 2024, she'll be back. That's great. What a journey. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what's trending. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Jump 104.5. I got a buddy in town right now. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say where he's from. I don't want to out him. Okay. Because he's a radio guy, mm-hmm. but he's on the radio in another city. Right. But he's here right now. And he's like kind of on vacation, but he's still working. Because he's got his little radio setup. He's got his little, like, box, like a little mixer and his yeah. microphone. Yeah. Hook up to some Wi-Fi. Right. And he can do whatever he wants here. Like, for example, we're going to go snowboarding in a couple of days. And from the hotel, he will just do his, his little show. And then he'll do a couple of runs with me. And then he'll go back and do some more breaks. Can you believe, like, that that's... Well, that's where we are now. That's where we are right uh, now. D- d- does, the, does his uh, boss not know that he is here? Is that why we're hiding that? His boss knows he's here, but, like... He doesn't want him to know that. He thinks he's here for kind of business, but it, it's blurry. You get what I'm saying? Like The line is blurry. Right. So he's yeah. having more fun than he's really letting his boss know. Yeah. And he doesn't want his boss to know how much fun he's having. He's just, you know, I've got allowed to work business here. in Toronto. Right. I'll still be on the air. Right. I will do these things. Do not count this as a vacation. Exactly. And I'll, this is the trend. Yeah. It's, it's called the workation. And 80% of remote workers would work from a vacation if they can make the trip a little longer. So basically, they're saying, boss, if you let me go for two weeks rather than just one week, I'll work while I'm there. And a lot of people are doing this because, you know, all you need is an internet connection, your laptop or your your iPad or whatever it is. You got a green screen or, you know, you just throw on a stupid graphic behind you. makes it look like you're somewhere where you're not. That's one of my but favorites. They, we, we, that's that's one of my favorites too. And you can <laughs> nobody has ears on those. <laughs> They're moving around. You see the pixels no all ears. moving around their head. It's like, where are you? It's like, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It's the company logo behind me. You know, I I don't 
have, uh, I mean, first of all, if it extends your vacation, gosh knows we've been, you know, uh, locked up for a while. If it extends your vacation. Yeah. Let's say in our case. Yeah. If you go down to the Caribbean. Mm Mm-hmm. And you are going to say, I'm going to go for two weeks, which is pre- what you should do. A month, sure. And then you go, I'm going to stay for another week. I don't know if I'm really, <laughs> I miss you if you were going that way. Oh, but, anyway, but if you said, hey, like I'm back, I'm back at it. Yeah. Or or you, you did the first week with me right. from down there. There. I'd say, what, like, tell me about it. What are you doing? Like it would add another dimension to the show as long as you were on time. Yeah. Uh, you know, had stories. Right. Had some stuff. And Not hung over. But then and then after that, that's how I would build it. The next two weeks are off. Yeah, I mean get it done, get it organized, you're still in the work mode. Because once you start a vacation mode, uh-huh. it's hard to get back in to work mode. So this would make it kind of like a slow roll back in. Yeah. A lot of people are doing this. And you know, because of the remote working, you know, really pushed uh, forward by COVID. Yes. yes. Um, people are saying, I'm going to take a vacation. I'm also going to work on the vacation, but because I'm working on the vacation, I'm going to stay there longer. And if you can get the work done, a lot of bosses are actually down for it. So uh, something for you to think about yeah. as you're planning uh, the next couple weeks and months of uh, your time on the job and off the job. You can combine the two and uh, make a case for your, with your boss. Well, I think that's a good case. I think that's really doable. Just remember, just read yesterday, because there's an impending recession. You know, we're talking about it in the States. This is only States only, but yeah. probably Canada too. Bosses are saying, you better get back into work in person because there's a recession coming. Yeah. Yep, there it is. That's that other part too, yeah. Half anyway. of people, 50% of people, said they're just as likely to work on their vacation yeah. as they are to work from a coffee shop. So it's one, it. it's one and the same at this, per- yeah. at this point. As long as I can hear you from the disc. What is behind you? Ocean. Ah. <laughs> there you go. Make sure the connection is strong. I'm telling you, if, unless you don't introduce it, it yeah. won't happen. So you can turn that one week that you usually get into maybe three weeks if you're yes. willing to work during the vacation. Yes. See if you could uh, throw Ask. that across. I mean, the-, the worst they could say is no. Right. Exactly. Exactly. See if it works. He's on a trajectory. I can feel it right now. <laughs> I'm literally making a case. I right know now. you are. I know. Uh, I'm supporting the case. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. And I wake up the Chum Morning Show. Looks like, looks like Miley Cyrus is in the fields this uh, this time of her career. Uh, she's getting ready to drop brand new music, which you'll hear on Chum tonight at 7 p.m. What's the history uh, behind this song? It's 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 her ex-boyfriend's birthday yes so she's releasing it um so that it actually falls allegedly on the the exact time of the birthday of liam hemsworth ah and it will be that time in australia where he's from that's why she's dropping it and they were uh, married also yes i'm sorry i said boyfriend they were they were married they were married yeah right 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 Mm -hmm. so uh the timing of the release of the song will coincide with his birthday <laughs> as the clock strikes 12 in Australia. I don't know all this stuff. This is so crazy. And, you know, uh, so it's meaningful for her to make all those adjustments and to, to release this song. And everybody, it could be your new favorite breakup song. If you're going through a breakup right now, I'm sorry. Yeah, song's called Flowers. Yeah. Yep, Flowers. Uh, do we have a clip of the song, by the way? Uh, no, not with us. No. Okay. Anyway. 7 uh, o'clock tonight, we'll hear the whole thing live. But, you know, breakups, yeah. it's very, very popular topic. Uh, in trying to dig into your feelings and, and get some lyrics to put your, your feelings to words. you know Right, what I mean? right. It's also a moneymaker for the artist. We know that. Sure. One good breakup song can last for a lifetime. So we all decided that we would name our favorite breakup song. Can I tell you it was hard to pick one? Uh, yeah, okay. Have you have a couple? <laughs> okay, give us give us one. Well, I, I, I will say, because I want to defer over to uh, Azalea, this masquerade I use for everything by George Benson. It's like it's, That's a breakup song? Yes, because he's saying we're living in a masquerade. You know, are we really living the right life that we're supposed to live? You know, it, we, why are we still together? And we should really break up is what he's alluding to. That hurts. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> like he's bringing it to the table. Yeah. What about your song? Okay, so I was really in between two. So the first one was Boys to Men Doing Just Fine, which I feel like is amazing. Uh-huh. Um, but the Do one I that song? I Doing just fine? Yeah. Google, Google it. Okay, okay. I'm pretty sure you... Well, I mean, you should. Boys okay. to men. Um, but the song that I decided to go with was this one. Mary J. Blige. Because I feel like the breakup can't get any worse than this one. 
The song starts with all the time that I was loving you. You were busy loving yourself. Um, and I think that it makes me feel better about whatever breakup I go through because I didn't go through all of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I got it. I guess, yeah. you know, hey, listen, that's like, it. Yeah. She had it worse than I had it. She had it worse. Uh-huh. Mary so, J uh-huh. had some, some terrible breakups too. So I think yeah. with this song, I think to myself, at least I didn't go that far that I would feel like this song. Okay. That's why this oh, is that's the ultimate how you look breakup at it. Song. Okay, yeah. interesting. Well, like I said, I have many, many breakup songs. Not necessarily. I had like uh, like maybe pretend boyfriends in my head. Mm-hmm. But when I heard this song from 1973 for the first time, I thought, man, that got right to my soul. What I'm going to do without you. Wondering that same way, too. That's Gladys Knight and the Pips, everybody. Neither one of us wants to be the first to say goodbye. <laughs> Listen to her voice. Just just put it up a little bit. Come on. Here's the phrase. Here we go. That's usually how that goes. Oh. Nobody wants to be the way. You hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. Like, again, I guess maybe I'm into these songs where, you know, like, you know it's not working. Yeah. But one of you has to make the adjustment to to, to, to call the ball. Yeah. you're not doing it. So. We're going to call it. Yeah. What and, then, and then they blame you for starting the breakup. <laughs> We're breaking up anyway. He broke up with But me. why are you breaking up with me? Because <laughs> this is not working. You really didn't want to be in this. No, I did want to be in this. It's just it's not working. Yeah. So why are you breaking up first? Okay, you do it. No. You know, like. Uh, exactly. Anyway. What about you? Um, you know what? This this song right here actually puts what I was just saying to words. Okay. It's a classic from Lauryn Hill on that Miseducation album. Just take a listen. We could all be so simple. But you'd rather make it hard. Story of my life. She's always said, it could be so simple, but you make it so hard. I'm not making it hard. You're making it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to hear from you about your breakup. So that is, you know, this tells me we all very much listen to lyrics. Oh, yeah. People say, no, I don't listen to lyrics. Yes, you do. Yeah. Because this resonates with you. So what is your favorite breakup song? Text it to 104536. <laughs> oh, man, I like this song. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll wipe our tears and get it yeah. together. Okay. <laughs> Time to wake up. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Jim Morning Show. Uh, tonight on the Hot 5 at 8 with Peter Cash, you're going to hear the brand new Miley Cyrus song. It's called Flowers. It's her her breakup song. Right. It's, you know, the muse is, of course, Liam Hemsworth, her ex-husband. Her ex-husband. I forgot they were yeah, it's a, Interesting. Pretty yeah. heavy. Yeah. Um, so she's still in her feels about that. And some of the best material that people get breakups make great songs for example some of the ones that you guys are texting in right now um someone said their favorite is bruno mars grenade oh yeah no that's oh, a good one uh-huh. uh let me see another person says i can't make you love me bonnie Raitt. oh yeah that's a good one yeah that's a good song uh eclipse of the heart Someone's, total eclipse of the heart by bonnie heart. uh whatever name is yeah i can't remember yep yep um, Careless Whisper, George Michael. Oh, yeah. That is a haunting, haunting song. Yep. Yep, that's a good one. Uh, mm. What do we have? Uh, you got some on social media, Producer Simone? Yeah, so this one came up quite a bit, and uh, I'll let you all listen to this. First I was afraid, <laughs> I was petrified. Yeah. Get out of here. thinking I could never live without right. you by my side. But then I spent so many nights. I will survive Gloria Gaynor. Love that song. That is an anthem. It is an anthem. Like, who doesn't throw their head back and just sing that at the top of their lungs when this comes on? That's right. It, it's just, it, and, and, and takes you back to a time. But, you know, more than anything, it's like this is a woman who's, like, got it together and says, you, I'm changing the lock. Make you take your key. Get out of here. That's it. You're out of Big here. Big breakup band. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Uh, what's the next one? So this one's a little more newer. Uh, okay. Let's see if everybody remembers sure. this one. Breakup anthem. Here we go. Uh-huh. Gautier, right? Yeah. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Yeah, we're a verse ahead, but yeah. 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 Good. Somebody that I used to know. That's a good one. That's what the uh, the X becomes. Just someone I used to know. Mm-hmm. Ready for another one? Uh, please. Let's go. 
You and me. Oh. Yes. We used to be Does that resonate together. with you? <laughs> Every day. Are you okay? I'm gonna be okay. Okay. <laughs> this was my pick too. Really? Yes. This this song, this song is like a really special song for Gwen. Um. Yeah, her best friend. It, it was two people actually. Oh. She was dating. Was it the bass player from yes. No Doubt? Yeah, Tony. Yeah, Tony. And they were actually getting to break the band up at the same time. So she oh. broke up with him, and they broke up with the band. So this was that the culmination Dub of all those breakups. Whoa, double whammy. Don't yeah. tell me because it hurts. Ah. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Huge hit too. This I did was, not know that story behind that. This was yeah. the biggest song on this album, Tragic King. Yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. Wow. Wow. Okay. These are good, all good songs. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are more. All by myself. All by, by myself. Don't worry. Do you want one more? Yeah. yeah. One more? Sure. Okay. This is more recent, too. Okay. You Avril Lavigne, yes. of course. Yes, yes, yes. So much for my happy ending. <laughs> 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 what a great line. <laughs> no, but they're good. I mean, more than anything that you get, like, attached for probably a past person with these songs mm -hmm. and just how you felt at the time, which I love about music. But it's also like, they you're right, Jamar. They help you get through it. They sure do. It's something they did put exactly how you feel to words. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's not right, but it's okay. okay. I'm going to make it anyway. Whitney. <laughs> As you're wiping tears from your face, it's great. Okay, so another breakup anthem is on the way. Um... I'm sorry, my Apple Watch just thinks I fell on the floor when I clapped my hands. I was like, what? It was, it was getting ready to call 911 for me. I'm okay. Uh, yes, another breakup anthem tonight from uh, Miss Miley Cyrus. A hot five at eight. Happening at 7 p.m. is when it's releasing, but Peter Cash will have it for you tonight on Chum 104.5. Good morning, everyone. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. Uh, marketing ploy are sticking to their guns. You decide what this is, but a gym has... Uh, decided that no one i mean no one is signing up in the month of january this yeah. is equinox fitness yeah they're not and accepting new memberships no no memberships and the reason being is because you know every gym sees this around january right after new year's you see this influx of people coming in they call them the resolutioners and they come in and you know yeah it's people who have made their new year new year's resolution fitness and trying to get yeah. you know kick started yeah quick kick started yeah. but what they're saying is no you're not coming in in January. Here's the quote from Equinox. At Equinox, we don't speak January, and neither do you. We look forward to welcome you to our Equinox community tomorrow. And uh, they'll start letting people come in in February for new memberships. How fun. It's, it's not you. It's January. Yeah. Like, it's not you. It's me. Right. Um, it's it's, it's kind of cheeky. It's yeah. funny. Um, but you do see the difference if you go to the gym. You see the, the, the January, first weeks of January, the place is rammed. Like, you can't get a machine. You can't walk around. Um, free weights are all over the place. People are kind of bumping into each other. It's, it's pretty wild in January. So why, okay, so first of all, it's, you know, like a little psycholo psychological kind of game right there. Yeah. From Equinox. But what, first of all, People do not want to support this because it's like, why are you shaming people? But the other thing is, that will die down after about three weeks. Yeah. You know, so why are you pushing into February? Well, if they, in fact they, you're going to get memberships at all. They believe the, the serious people will come in and say, okay, I'm actually really serious. I'm here for membership. Mm. Um, the unserious people who are just trying to do like a TikTok, yeah. you know, talk about like, hi. Fitness, oh. fitness New Year. You know, oh, 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 oh. They're weeding See, out those I people. I did not even think of that. Yeah. Why was that your voice? Because it because that that's what that is my default TikTok voice. Hi, I'm on TikTok. No, but I You want me to do hi, I'm on TikTok. Yeah. That's no. not my TikTok. A guy's not the my TikTok girl is <laughs> I don't know. Actually it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but I never thought about that because people need content. We've already gone through the holidays. Yeah, that's one of those things where the maybe, but you have to join. It's not like you're gonna go in to do a TikTok and then you're gonna, you know, I don't know, follow follow through with it. People, it's like three days, three weeks, three months to get into a routine kind yeah. of thing. So, yeah, okay. Everyone should. Everyone, if you want to get fit, yeah, go, 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 get it done. Go. You'll learn what the rules and regulations are at the gym, and you know, wear a big T-shirt and a you know your favorite pair of you know stretchy pants and get in there exactly just do something do something we're not judging 
at all. Well, if you're going to a, a, a place where they do judge, then mm-hmm. find another gym. Okay. Well, if you're if you're sitting on the machine with your phone yes. while I'm waiting to get my That's reps a bad in, thing. I'm going to judge. <laughs> get off your phone. Someone needs to need, uh, use that machine. Yeah. But this Still is what equ- rule, right? uh, that's part of the yeah, rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what Equinox is saying. Uh, we j- don't do Jan- We don't speak January. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, yep. So if you're uh, heading back to the gym, make sure that you make it a thing. There are there are three of those gyms in Canada. Yeah. Two in Toronto, one in Vancouver. Yeah, and they got a lot of t- people talking about them right now because it's a big debate whether they're uh, they're fitness shaming people or if they're actually onto something. Are they onto something? Okay, we'll see. Do it. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Did you know that National Popcorn Day is on January 19th? I think Popcorn Guy that we talked about earlier is going to have a very busy day oh, wow. on that day. Uh, but back home here in the GTA, Cineplex is actually giving free popcorn. So if you're heading to the movies, Ooh. you're going to save like $500. On a boat. And get free popcorn. <laughs> okay. Poor uh, right. There are some rules, though. You have to be a scene member. Just know that. Yeah. Uh, Gwen Stefani has been trending because she's getting a lot of backlash. Bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It is bananas, Gwen. It is. So in an interview, she said that she's Japanese. And spoiler alert, she's not Japanese, but she just really loves the culture. Uh, So the article came out earlier this week, and she went into a lot of detail about how Japanese culture has influenced her uh, from music to fashion. And she talked about going on a trip to Japan and said, quote, my God, I'm Japanese and I didn't know it. So back in the day, she was called out for her appropriation of Japanese culture because of her fragrance collection, Harajuku. Yeah. Um, Harajuku Lovers is the name of the fragrance. And then she has a bunch of different ones under that collection. Um, in the 2000s, she also had an entourage of Japanese backup dancers with her everywhere. Um, and she said growing up, her father took regular business trips to Japan, and he would come back with really fascinating stories. She got to go with him one time, and she said she visited the Harajuku area of Tokyo, and she said she thought that she was Japanese. Uh, so she said in other interviews that she's just a super fan, but when do things become a cultural appropriation versus being a super fan. When you start using people as props in your videos, <laughs> it's pretty weird. Right. I mean, the, the Harajuku thing, I remember when that whole happened. And yes. It's just a fine line, you know, like between really appreciating a culture mm-hmm. and just using things and symbols as your props. Right. And I think people have to recognize that because, I mean, I mean, there are a lot of things that are very meaningful to people. Symbols that are like sacred even. Right. And if you just use it for fun, people are going to start looking at you like you're a weirdo. Exactly. And then social media reaction, of course, is always great for all my stories. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody said, I envy anyone who can claim to be part of this vibrant, creative community, but avoid the part of the narrative that can be painful or scary. Talking about, of course, the increase in racism towards the Asian community. For sure. So Gwen could say all she wants is she's Japanese, but she's not going through what, you know. Yeah, she's not getting hit upside her head on the side of a road because she's Asian. Like, that's, she's not, and she's not even actually helping that cause either. Right. So we're still watching this story unfold. People are saying, okay, her PR is probably very, very busy Busy. right now, trying to figure out what to say, um, say back to the community. But this is what's going on right now with Gwen Stefani. Mm. But that's what's trending. Thank you. It's always funny to me when people call people snowflakes for, like, calling out appropriation. It's weird to me. Just say there's nothing sacred in my culture so I can't understand. <laughs> Just say that because I, I, I don't know. I'm sure the Asian community loves that she loves the culture. Embrace but you it. can't say yeah. right. Yeah. You, can't, you can't be like, I'm Japanese. No. <laughs> no. All right. Well, thank you for the update. Mornings, I'm Chum. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Uh, is it annoying when people are too positive? Ever? When they're not, I, sometimes, when it, I like positivity, but when they're not being realistic, throwing caution to the wind a little bit. I Got you. People, but, but, you know, Jamar, but putting things in the universe, I'm all for that. But I, I, I worry. There's one thing about being positive. There's yeah. another thing about being unrealistic. Yeah. There's a syndrome that they're talking about. <laughs> and syndrome, I think, is a is a pretty strong word, but that's what it's being dubbed. It's called lucky girl syndrome. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a trend that's emerged on TikTok. Um, an influencer 
uh, Laura Galebi uh, said that she thinks she's one of the luckiest people she knows. And what she does is she keeps saying, I just get all these opportunities. Everything good happens for me. If I think positively, things are going to naturally go my way. And people are saying that this is actually a thing called lucky girl syndrome. Mm -hmm. Um, When you just keep to almost to a fault, assuming that everything is going to work out for you. It happens to actually annoy some people because they say that, you know, uh, it's not really realistic because, you know, bad things happen to everybody and that's Mm -hmm. okay too. Mm -hmm. But with lucky girl syndrome, they're saying that people believe that if you just constantly think of positive outcomes, positive things will always happen for you. Okay. Well, let's see. The law of assumption. Lucky girl syndrome is where everything just works out for you. Because you have lucky girl syndrome, you can't help it. It's become really popular on TikTok as a manifestation exercise where you deeply believe that anything you want is possible. But as a burnout recovery specialist, I love lucky girl syndrome as a burnout recovery and mindset reprogramming tool. It shifts your brain away from worst case scenario thinking, not believing that you are good enough to have what you want into expecting that the best case scenario is possible for you. That's okay. I like that explanation because you're instead of going down like a hole and like going, I'm never going to achieve anything. You have that expect you, you, you are wishing for and putting out in the universe that something good is going to happen. I talked to a finance expert on the Maryland Ed show the other day saying that we were going to talk about this. And she said to me, when you know you can't afford a house, when you know you can't do this, when you know you can't do that, that's the fallback. So you start kind of imagining or fantasizing. And when you do that, that's fine until you hit the big lemon. Like you say, Jamar. Well, I mean. Something bad's going to happen. Are you prepared for that? Maybe I could take my lucky girl syndrome over to the Ferrari dealership. Because it's going to work. It's just going to work. Like, uh, I'll be able to buy this Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah? Well, they're just saying that, you know, because they can't get, you know, there are the generations that are going, uh, with the price of groceries, the price of housing, the price of they have are falling back into that Mm -hmm. because that's all they have. That's all they got. Okay. And they're saying that's okay to feel that way a little bit, but. Be mindful of it. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I I, mean, I, 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 I think it's good to be positive. I just wonder, you know, if there's any yes. room for realistic. I in think that, there is room for realistic. Yeah. Measurement. No. You said at the very beginning, yeah. we all hit on tough times. Yeah. At and I think, times. It, and it's okay. I yeah. think that's yeah. that's the positivity I'm looking yeah. for, knowing that in the bad times, it's okay. It happens. But, but don't rely on it a hundred percent. But hey, I could be a lucky girl. Yeah. If you want to be a lucky girl, <laughs> we need I can, to talk I can try it. That. I don't know. Right. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. It's not Friday, but we're talking what to watch. Yesterday, Grey's Anatomy dropped a teaser trailer for their second part of the 19th season. And it's an emotional one for all the OG fans. Well, I guess any fan. Uh, because Meredith Grey is officially leaving. She's saying goodbye to Seattle, moving to Boston uh, with her family. So this first episode is just going to go through her final day at Grain, Grey Sloan Memorial Hospital. This is where I learned to be a doctor. This is the place where I found my family. The place where I fell in love. There's no one like her. Sometimes change is good. Big last day. Sometimes change is everything. You know I'll probably be here next week. You just let us toast you. Grey's Anatomy. Meredith says farewell to Seattle. Stop. Like, I'll cry right now. (laughs) (laughs) This soundtrack is so... I just want to say that my husband was a doctor in Seattle, and he found great success in Toronto. I know. I told him. It'll be okay. I told him he worked at Grace Sloan. <laughs> told him all the things that I learned from the show. So how will the show do without yeah. it? Yeah. So I mean, I mentioned this before when nineteen when the nineteenth season was beginning, they brought in a whole new cast, and these were the new interns. Okay. So Meredith Gray, when she first started on the show, she started as an intern with another group of people. So th- most of those people have also left. Well, all of them have left the show. Um, so now this, I guess, the show is going to continue following the lives of these new interns, including Derek Shepard, who uh, was Patrick Dempsey's character, his nephew. 
So I think that's how they're trying to get the OG fans to stick around. What about you? It's showing. Honestly, the show's been coming to an end for quite some time okay. for me. I still watch because I've dedicated so much time sure. to it. I cannot so, believe. I mean, it's like two decades. It's crazy. It's crazy. Right. How long? I mean, just think about what I was doing when people I knew were watching this show, and that was like years ago. Right. And Ellen Pompeo hasn't worked on anything else. No. This was the only thing. So yeah. now what she's focusing on, she really wants to be in this limited series that she's going to be doing um, based on that movie. You know that movie, The Orphan? Yes. Um, so to a couple, they adopt somebody who they assume is an eight-year-old girl, or they believe that's an eight-year-old girl, but it's actually um, a woman with a rare form of dwarfism. Oh. So it's going to be some sort of like thriller and we're going to see how that unfolds. I mean, the movie was a horror. The movie was terrifying. Okay. Scared me for years. But <laughs> uh, that's what she's going to be in. It's going to be an eight-part limited series. But Grace will be back on February 23rd on CTV. And if you want to catch up, you can watch all of the seasons on Crave. Okay. So lots to see there. And then Pamela Anderson, she wants to take control of her own narrative. After the success of that TV show depicting her love life with uh, Tommy Lee, it was called Pam and Tommy. The show did really well. I thought that the girl who played her looked really good, looked just like her. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she also played Cinderella in the live action. Um, But Pamela was not happy about the show. She wasn't happy about the storyline, the plot, and she did not sign off on it. I blocked that stolen tape out of my life in order to survive. And now that it's all coming up again, I feel sick. I want to take control of the narrative for the first time. That is from her new documentary coming out on Netflix called Pamela, A Love Story. And later on in the trailer, she said that she didn't feel like she had a lot of respect back in her day. Um, And she said she had to make a career out of the pieces she had left after that tape came out. Uh, but she said she's not a damsel in distress, and she put herself in crazy situations and still survived them. So the doc- documentary is basically just her telling her own story, um, which I love that celebrities are doing more and more of these days and not just allowing these biopics to tell it for them. Right. Their, their side of the story with their narrative. Right. Right. So, and I mean, she's in her 50s now. 55. And, right. And it doesn't seem like she cares all that much about what she looks. I'm not going to say she doesn't care what she looks like, but it's not the Pamela that we have grown up watching. Okay. In this, she's in this, grown up. She's grown up. She's grown up. You know, a friends of mine went to Broadway to see her in Chicago. And okay. they said she was awesome. What, uh, she was in the, the musical. Musical Chicago? She did a great job. She got so, a voice? Well, they said she was great. She was good? I don't oh. know. Hmm. I mean, remember Renee Zellweger, not known as a singer. Right. She won an Oscar for that role. So there you have it. Yeah. True. Good for her. Looking forward to that. That's what's trending. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. On Chum. Well, if you got one of those happy lights, today's the day to plug it in. It, it has been gray and overcast for so many days. I know. Where is the sunshine? Well, the sunshine should come back on Saturday for when I'm seeing. Okay. Saturday and Sunday. We should have a sunny weekend, but we'll have to tough it out yeah. for another two more days. So Toronto, special weather statement, rain today, then flipping to snow overnight. Not a ton of precipitation for Toronto, but 15 to 30 uh, millimeters uh, north of the city, says Kelsey McEwen from Your Morning. So if you're going to go snowboarding or skiing, that's good news. Right, north of the city. Why not? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's let's uh, let's shred yeah. it up. Yeah. Cool. That's what I say on the weekends. <laughs> let's shred it up. Look at my husband. I go. Let's shred it up. Sure. Yeah. To, then... to the cheese. To the cheese. <laughs> 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 I wasn't talking about cheese, but I that's, know you that's were talking that. about cheese. That's cool. I'm just that's picking cool. up some words from you, Jamar. You can shred the cheddar. <laughs> I'm going to shred the snow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. shred it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's shred it. Let's when shred words it. Words do not make sense coming out of people's mouths. Right. Nah, but it's <laughs> all in how you take it. You know, I see you with a grater and yeah, I'm yeah. with a board. Okay. <laughs> Find a way to enjoy yourself today. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast Chum 1045. Podcast.